0: Welcome to People's Church. Before we get to this week's message with Pastor Tom Murray, we want you to know that you matter to your Heavenly Father and you matter to us. People's Church is a multi-generational faith community in Salem committed to knowing Christ and making Him known. Sunday morning worship services at our Salem campus are at 8.30, 10, and 11.30. Watch messages anytime and plan your visit at peopleschurch.com. We pray this practical biblical teaching is encouraging, challenging, and possibly even life-changing.
1: How about the kids in the house? Let's hear from the kids in the house. I love that sound. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, it's exciting. You know, at, I don't know about you, but Sunday afternoon, we try to take a nap. Doesn't always work for some of the kids. How many parents love Nap time at their home on Sunday afternoon. How many kids you would say, nah, I don't like nap time on Sunday afternoon? Nobody raised their hand, but we, oh, there's a few of them they don't like it. There you go. An honest kid, an honest kid. Well, this thing is really high. And that, you know what? Hey, I just want to say, wasn't that a great time of worship that we had? Yeah. If you ever want to experience that, come to Kids Church, we do that all the time. Now, Pastor Tom, I want to, we have a new ministry opportunity that PC Kids want to bring you. PC Kids worship aerobics. We can open it to the community in the gym on weekdays. Uh, adults will be able to come. They'll be able to get all their steps in. They'll get all their, if you have an iWatch, you'll get all your rings filled up, you Get that, get that sweat building. What do you think about that, community? I think that's a great thing. We'll run it by the board and see what happens. But you know what? We have a great time. Um, And thank you so much for being here for our first family um, led by PC Kids night. We're excited for what's going to happen. You know, our goal for this is that once a month our kids would join us in the sanctuary um, for a fun time of teaching, um, family-based, and that we go deeper in the Word and have fun at the same time. Now... I, like I've said many times, I grew up here at church, so, you know, I remember sitting on Sunday evenings. We didn't have kids' church back then, the kids' center on Sunday nights. I remember sitting there right in those seats right over there, right about where the standbacks are right there, just sitting there reading through the hymnal, because it wasn't really designed for us, but tonight it's designed for the kids. We're going to have some fun. So there might be, there's going to be some interactivity. You might see some people on the stage that you don't really expect on a church stage or something like that so just bear with us you know kids church is a little exciting a little interactive um, and we want to hear you from the audience now uh, for those watching online in our VR our campus our online campus we want to encourage you I want you to go get your kids right now Those watching, they might be playing Minecraft or Fortnite, they might be playing whatever video games they are. This is a family service. That means get them off the games, come watch together, because there's gonna be some interactivity that you're gonna wanna watch as well, too. Uh, Are any of those games good for you guys? You guys like those games? At least my son is excited about those games. Well, as we get started for this evening, and you'll see some notes and information on the screen, You know, I I was thinking about uh, me as a kid and what maybe for some of you, I know for Pastor Tom or maybe Pastor Aaron, we kind of grew up around the same time. I grew up in the 1980s and a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, or maybe not, in the early 90s, and we didn't have the 30 or so, and it seems like every week there's a new one, Marvel movies that are coming out um, that we have now. Not to mention the streaming services that they have, Netflix and so forth, do you want to know what we use for the internet? America Online Does anybody remember that you 've got mail that was actually a good movie too, but um, it, it, I remember you know trying to watch movies that way, and it really didn 't work so well. but uh, when I think of superhero movies and the movies that I liked i I was a fan of the Christopher Reeve. Superman movies, I was a fan of the Michael Keaton Batman movies and the X-Men movies of the 90s but of course there was a debate after every movie that we watched. The the debate was this, who had the best superpower? Have you ever wondered what it was like to have superpowers? Any kids like that? Now is there somebody behind me right now? Is there somebody moving around? Wait a second, you guys! What are you doing? Are you guys having a debate over there or something? Yep. Hey, we've got super, we got super miles, and we got. I can't really tell you what his real identity is and everything. He's trying to keep it a secret. But we got mini Sp- spider man there. Now, what are you guys are What are you guys arguing about? We're arguing about which superhero universe is better. Oh, which superhero universe is better? Okay, is it Marvel or DC? Marvel. DC. DC is better. Marvel's better. You know what? But what about superheroes? Uh, Do you guys argue about superheroes? Okay, who's the best superhero? You? Oh, okay. And everything. Okay, what about, no, how about you? What's the best superhero? You are? Well, you know what? Isn't there a superhero that's stronger than both of you? There's a stronger that's better, that's lived for all eternity, and everything. Who's that special superhero that we talk about all the time in kids' church? Jesus! Yeah, exactly. Give it up for our superheroes. That's a common thing at my house. Um, uh, Them running around in superhero costumes arguing who is the coolest superhero and everything, and we always have to stir stir it back. You know, they talk about Superman or Batman or Hulk, although I don't think I would ever want to have his powers. Um, But, As I was thinking about those feats of strength and powers, uh, I, I was thinking about our Christian walk. Now, boys and girls, you know, we interact, so I'm gonna hear from you guys, and you can hoot and holler and have some fun. I was thinking about how we are in our Christian walk and how we come closer to the Lord. And tonight, how many of you in the audience have, how many kids, where's your Bibles, kids? Oh! Why don't you lean over to your mom and dad and have them power up your phones, their phones, and we're going to look in the Bible. Let's go to John 14, 12 through 16, and we're going to look at a passage tonight. John 14, I know all you in the youth section got it tonight. We're going to have some fun with that. John 14, 12 through 16, and if you're taking notes, it's called Living the Extraordinary Life. I thought about wearing sunglasses out here, but it's already pretty dark, and I wouldn't be able to see anything. So that's kind of cool there. So Living the Extraordinary Life. I'm going to go ahead and read it, and you follow along. And hopefully, they'll have them on the screen. Oh, there it is. There we go. I love the magic screen. It says this. I tell you the truth. Actually, let's read this all together. Kids, read with me, okay? Here we go. Let's read it together. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. Next line. Here we go. You can do ask anything for in my name and I will do it so that the son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. If you love me, obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. Amen, amen. Hey, let's pray as we continue this night and have some fun. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your amazing blessings. Lord, I just pray tonight Lord, against any distractions, I pay for your Holy Spirit to come right now. Just fill this place for what you have in store. Lord, they're not my words, they're your words. And I just pray for from the youngest to the oldest that you would do something amazing and extraordinary in every one of our lives. We thank you, Lord Jesus, in your name, amen. You know, I was reading this passage and I was trying to think about what was happening. Because every time you read the Bible, you want to know what is actually happening in that time period. Jesus was in Jerusalem for the Jewish Passover celebration. He had spent the last three years with his disciples preparing them for what was going to happen for him being on the cross. And he had said several times he was going away. And I can imagine kids, every time he said he was going to go away, what do you think the disciples probably did? They probably said, Exactly right, Alexandria. No. He's nah. He probably just said he's going to have a vacation, he's going to take a siesta, whatever. It's going to be okay. They wasn't going to go away, but of course they didn't understand. We don't always understand, and that's okay. Jesus knew that they didn't understand, that they didn't know that their teacher, their rabbi, their mentor, there was truly gifted and extraordinary, that Jesus had chosen the most unlikely disciples. Those disciples, uh, youth that literally, if you looked up a list of most likely to be disciples, they were probably right down here. They were what people didn't expect, and that was okay because Jesus had a bigger plan. And but his plan was that Jesus had chosen the most unlikely disciples to take the gospel all around the world. Where, boys and girls? Oh, there we go. I'm going to beware. I'm going to have some interactivity, so if you're paying attention, there you go. Those 12 disciples had been witnesses for quite some time of amazing miracles, some great things. He had raised Lazarus from the dead. He had healed a man who had been born blind. blind. And then one day, he was out. Oh, hi. You brought me a Subway sandwich. What, what What's this for? Oh, okay. Yeah, she's trying to give me a hint of what the next one. Jesus had been out there preaching, and one day, and he had 5,000 men, not including all the women and children, and he went and fed them with, does any remember how many, what he had to feed them? Actually, what, yeah, right there. Some loaves of, uh, some fish and a couple loaves of bread. That's it. Now, I don't have any fish and any loaves of bread, but I do got a Subway sandwich, which is kind of like similar in our context. Just, I don't know, little... Huh? Tuna sandwich. You, you see Superman back there? Tuna's my kryptonite. I'd be mean, you'd have to have a healing ministry afterwards. Everything. But he did that and he managed to feed everybody and go beyond. Very cool. There you go. Happy eating later. Share it with everybody else. <laughs> He had healed the official son in uh, Capernaum. He had turned the water into wine. He had done so many amazing things. And now there were amazing miracles that were just alone, were huge. And now he makes a statement. He makes this huge, mind-blowing statement to them that literally it's one of those drop-the-mic moments that you're just going, huh? And he says this, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done even greater. Even greater. Now, if I was one of those disciples listening to Jesus say this, I'd probably go, say, what again? Are you, you you've done all those miracles. Now you're going to say that we can do something even greater than that? I love what the scriptures says Matthew 19:26 this is a little bit earlier it says Jesus looked at them and said with man this is possible but with God all things are possible are all things possible with God Amen. You know, oftentimes we question God, but we know that he can do the impossible. Tonight we're going to talk about, as we continue on, about how we can live the same extraordinary life that Jesus promised, not just to the disciples, but 2,000 later, It can be happening both the youngest of the kids and to the oldest. Because you know what? doesn't matter what age we are. We're just big kids. We just have more expensive toys. Right, Aaron? There we go. Got to love those quads. You know, number one is this, and if you're taking notes, I want to encourage you to take notes. You'll see some of those on the screen. Kids, we love taking notes, right, guys? Yes, because they just memorize it. Number one is this, living the extraordinary life starts with Jesus. Who does it start with? Okay, let's try that again. Who does it start with? It all starts with Jesus. If you're wanting to see blessings in your family, if you're wanting, start seeking more of Jesus. We put that into our kids every week in kids' church. It all starts with Jesus. Back to that verse, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done, even greater works. And he says, anyone who believes in me. John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus answered, no one comes to the Father except through who? Man, all you you are in junior Bible quiz, right? Yeah. If they're not, Miss Ruth will sign you all up for the fall. There we go. You know, have you ever thought about all the stuff that we believe in? All the amazing things that we think about that we believe in throughout the week or maybe that you believe in. Um, we believe in the laws of gravity. This last week, Pastor Stephanie mentioned that uh, we were off at a conference and we took a couple flights. One of the flights, I very much believed in the laws of gravity, that I was praying a lot as the plane was going, ooh. ooh, ooh and I'm glad they didn't serve any meals on that plane. I believed in that. Now, I, didn't, I put my hope in the, in the pilots as well too in their abilities, but I prayed a lot. I, there's some other things. If I were to give all the kids in the room chocolate now, all the kids would love it and the parents wouldn't be too happy. Don't worry, parents, I'm not going to do that. I'll let you do that later. It's spring break. That if we don't study for a test, most likely it will not go well. Those are things we believe in and we know but we don't want to always hope that it come true. There's another statement that I want to make. And I, uh, a month or so ago, I posted a statement on Facebook, and I know that our kids, younger kids, don't have this statement. This is more directed to the parents. Maybe the youth saw this. But I was interested in some of the likes, the comments, and uh, I chat with families all the time. And when you talk to them, you begin to see who they put their hopes in who they put their priorities into, and what they truly believe in. And here's a statement. I don't know if we have it on the screen, but the statement's this. Oh, there we go. Uh, no, that's that's not the statement. You don't want to put that one up there. Um, that's not it. So I'll just read it. I just put the statement, you set the standard for your kids on what is important If Jesus, the church, and reading the Bible isn't important to you, then it won't be to them. Make what is important to you known to your kids. This is so, so important to parents and families on what the priorities truly is. But of course, I want to make sure the kids, this is one that's directed at both you and the kids. And hopefully you're listening right now in the front row of those girls. Hopefully you're listening, Is this. I'm going to ask you a question. Kids, you set the standard on what is important to those friends that you hang out with. When you make Jesus important to you, it becomes important to them. You show Jesus to them. Now, granted, as we go on, the most people commented and they they said, you know, they agreed with it and everything on those Facebook comments, and that's okay. But it began me thinking, what about those other people that don't put Jesus first? They aren't saying the extraordinary name of Jesus and putting the emphasis first, putting him first in all that we do. I want to go on to verse 14 if you're taking notes. It says this. You can ask anything in my name and I will do it so the Son can bring glory to the Father. You know, obviously, we don't believe in magic. We don't believe in that Jesus is a genie in a bottle. That's not true. But when you put his name first, when you believe something, when you say in Jesus' name, he steps in. Every single time he steps in, it becomes, it becomes amazing to see what he can do because Jesus is so personal, he can't, we cannot wait to say his name. You know, that it shouldn't be, when you become a Christian, you shouldn't hold back, boys and girls, to say the name of Jesus. You should be wanting to go forward and say the most important name above any name, Jesus. Because he truly is extraordinary. You know what? Those boys said there, they were arguing back and forth about who was the best superhero. And you know who the, uh, the end person was? Boys and girls, who did they say was the best superhero? Jesus. Because when he gets involved, he can break any chains. He can break, get involved. When he gets involved, everything changes number two is this living the extraordinary life be ready to expect the unexpected be ready to expect the unexpected for some of us we like surprises let me ask this who in the audience likes surprises okay you like surprises now Being that it's spring break, if your parents went home tonight and they said, guess what? We're going to go to Disneyland. Raise your hand if you would be a little excited. Um, If there's any parents wondering what you're going to do with their kids for spring break, there you go. There's the answer. Um, For the rest of us, you know, that may not happen. That's okay. But you know what? It wouldn't. It's spring break. I like surprises. So we're going to have some fun for just a moment. So could I have a first through fifth grader? Well, actually, anywhere. So fifth grader on down. With the birthday, if you have a birthday today, today, does anybody have a birthday or the closest birthday today since March 20th, I have a Disney gift card for you. So let's do this. So the closest, let's say the closest, does anybody have like within the next couple days have a birthday coming up? Does uh, anybody in March any kids with March birthdays March 15th Sarah okay that's it we're gonna do youth in just a minute I'm looking for kids do we have any kids let's say February or April do we have any kids with February or April birthdays kids
2: what do you, what do you have back there what is it well just kids come on down uh, February 3rd thir- what do we have there? Well, February 13th. Okay, when is yours? 19th, February 19th. Yeah, that's closer. That's closer. Oh, when was it? Okay, we're gonna do this. I think. Yeah, closest is that one. We'll do that. <laughs> Pastor Spencer, I need your help with this one. I need a youth. we're gonna we'll, we'll just wish them happy birthday a little later on. I need a youth with the closest birthday to today. Pastor Spencer, why not give that to you? I, who has the closest birthday to today? Youth. Sarah, yeah, right there. There we go. There, happy birthday. Kind of a little unexpected. You, you're getting gift cards in church. That's pretty cool.
1: Uh, how about this final one? I'll have Spencer help me with this one. Everything. I got one. I've got a fifteen dollars Starbucks card for the adult with the closest birthday. Eighteen or older. Eighteen or older. Oh, I'm thinking back. Is that your mom back there with the closest birthday? Or anything? Okay. Any closer back there? Adult. Adult. Monday. Monday I'll leave it up to you Pastor Spencer there you go you're there we go there we go give it up for Mary there we go <laughs> expect the unexpected in kids church like i said the disciples were surprised you know they were surprised as well too from the unexpected statement from Jesus when he said you're going to do greater works but as Christians, we need to expect the unexpected too. We need to expect that something amazing is going to happen. One of the mottos for one of my great one of my things that I love doing, our Royal Rangers: "Be ready, be ready for anything." You guys are Royal Rangers over there. Be ready, ready for anything. Hey, I want to read this. John 14, 14, we're moving along, here we go. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. He will declare to you the things that are to come. What is he referring to? He is referring to the Holy Spirit that will guide us. That it's not just in moments of crisis, it's in that will guide us all the time. That he will guide us in our daily walk, in our extraordinary daily walk. You know what? I I love, I've told the kids that my favorite book of the Bible is reading the book of Acts. I love the whole Bible, but I love reading the book of Acts. The story in the upper room where all those believers were together and the Holy Spirit poured out on them. And now those gifts of the Spirit that they had 2,000 years ago are available to every one of us to be able to pour on us the extraordinary gift that should be a part of our normal lives. Then I love how evangelist Tim Enlow says this, the Holy Spirit is standing right alongside you and I right now, ready to continue the ministry of Jesus, that when you seek more of who? Jesus, the Holy Spirit will come and be ready. Living the extraordinary life starts with Jesus, expects the unexpected, Shh. Here we go. And living the extraordinary life. So this is the last point, you know when I could go on for talking for hours because you all have school tomorrow. Right? I know, I know. It's spring break. So we can go on for hours, right? Yeah! Yes. We're going till midnight just kidding. Number three is this, here we go. Living the extraordinary life in Jesus means that we don't just have to sit there we, with all our talents and gifts that the Lord has given you. You can give them to the world. I mean is that you can go beyond the walls that every one of us put up in our life. Those limits can truly be broken. Do you know that, did those 12 disciples think that they truly could do the miracles greater than Jesus at that moment? No. Do you know what? Oftentimes I work with kids and they go, I can't go talk to somebody. I can't go up to the door. I can't knock. They're going to say no. Do you know what? They might. But when the Holy Spirit's guiding you, the Holy Spirit's working you in your life, it's okay if they say no. But at least you tried at least you they gave you the words and, and Acts 1.8 says this, you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes to you and you will be my witnesses, telling people uh, about me everywhere in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The Holy Spirit came, and I love this quote. I know I love quotes. I love reading. I love this by Mike Clarenceau that says this in his book, A Spirit and Power of Life. We've been given this extraordinary, and I'm just going to say this, extraordinary assignment that we are absolutely dependent on God, that we are going to succeed by doing it, by following him, that we're following the great commission. Then Matthew 28, 18 says, then Jesus told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and earth to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The extraordinary life I've been talking about, family, it requires boldness. I imagine it's like the boldness of watching a football game. When you see they're down and out, they're looking back at, this was many of our Seahawks for many years and probably for a while now,
2: They're down and out
1: they don't know what to do and they make that bold move the long throw it's not shying away it's not being timid it's not waiting for others to make the first move I love it when we boldly go not into the final frontier but into the life that Jesus truly has in store for us because we're following him I love watching it when the kids they're telling their parents they're coming home with their bags of their lessons that they have and they're saying you know what I learned about Gideon. I learned about what Jesus did on the cross and it's so cool when they're telling parents that I know are not believers and those kids are the first generation believers telling their parents, because they're going to become believers soon. It's a boldness that we see. Acts 2.14, Peter addressed a crowd with the boldness that he could only come from the Holy Spirit, preaching the truth, and over 3,000 came to Jesus that day. And after that prayer in Acts 4.31, the meeting shook and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they preached the word of God with boldness. Could Peter have stayed put and not preached to the multitude? Yeah, he could have. But he didn't. Standing in front of 3,000 peoples is scary. Standing in front of all of you, for many, could be scary as well, too. I'm going to tell you about a boldness time that I've done in my life. Some of you have heard this story. This is kind of the first story that the band will come out in just a moment here, but as growing up as a kid, I was deathly, didn't keel over or anything, but I was, best way to describe it is I was not a fan of clowns. I was really not. I My grandfather, for his retirement back in 1985, he, they had hired a clown, and when he came up, he, I ran away. I ran as fast as my little feet could take me as a five-year-old. Was it wasn't really fast, but it was fast. And from that point, growing up, you could not put anything on my face just for any reason I would never wanted a harvest party or Halloween or anything. I'd never wanted to be a clown or anything. You always had to just put a mask on me. But when I was on my first missions trip, they said... You're going to have to be a clown. Now, granted, I was in El Salvador. I was doing street ministry with King's Castle. But I was going, are you kidding me? I don't like clowns. On TV is one thing, but I don't like them in real person. And you're telling me that I have to be a clown. But I knew that I had to be bold that God was stirring up something in my heart he was moving changing the direction of where he was wanting me to be and I remember that morning in El Salvador it's hot it's sweaty I'm in a bus and I'm getting that gear in I'm pulling it up boys and girls I'm pulling it up over me I'm putting the the little nose on I'm putting the hair on And then they started applying the makeup. And all I could do was start praying. Just start praying. Jesus, help me. Give me a peace. Give me a boldness. Because I'm afraid. I'm scared, but I know that you're trying To do something in my life okay they put on the big shoes the red shoes and the pants and I got off that bus with a little squeaky toy or something like that and there I was Rob the Clown Can I tell you something? Looking back upon it, that was my first introduction to children's ministry, too. That really was. And I had a good time. And the rest is kind of history, but that's the story for another time. And yes, I did come back, and our Spanish ministries asked me to do it several times more here on weekends. And supposedly there's some video in the back. But as we finish tonight, maybe the Lord has been, there's somebody in the crowd, I've just been praying for a couple weeks. The Holy Spirit's been speaking to you for some time, saying, you wanna live that extraordinary life you want to be led every step of the way being guided by truth but you're having trouble taking those bold steps taking that move forward it's not a clown but maybe it's something else that's wanting to really take you beyond the wall be that you put up to block what god's truly trying to do in your life and maybe even your family. Maybe you're the parents and you're not quite ready, but you know that you need to take that next step. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, it says simply, trust in the Lord with all your heart. and Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done, even greater works.
0: We pray that this week's message has been practical, encouraging, and challenging. Let us know if you made a first-time commitment or recommitment to following Christ. Visit peopleschurch.com and click Connect to share your decision with us. There is great value in being a part of a Christ-centered, Bible-teaching faith community. If you are looking for a church home, Pastor Tom Murray invites you to People's Church in Salem. Sunday morning and evening worship services, group Bible studies, relevant engaging activities for kids and youth in safe, secure environments. Watch messages anytime or plan your visit at peopleschurch.com.